0: 98 5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tige and Daniel. I thought I had a good weekend of Memorial Day, but uh, Daniel, you yeah, had the best it's weekend ever. It's been
1: a very exciting four or five days. I went down to Alabama. My youngest brother graduated high school, and uh, while I was there, I had the pleasure of accidentally seeing both of my parents in the nude, which is uh, a lot of fun. (laughs) I went over. I was going to drive my dad over to the high school graduation. I said, Dad, all right, I'll be there Friday evening. I'll pick you up. We'll ride over there together. And I get to his house, and I knock on the door, and I didn't hear anything. Now, my dad's in mid-60s. And so, you know, when they get to that age and you knock on the door and nobody answers or anything, you start to be like, "Uh oh Uh Uh-oh. Hope ain't nothing going wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Open the door to his uh, house, and uh, I can tell the bathroom door is open, but I hear the tub running. So I think, oh well, maybe he's in there taking a bath. So I'm like, Dad, Daddy. He doesn't respond. So I'm thinking either A, uh, he has uh, he's fallen down in the bathroom and passed out on the bathroom floor, or B, he's in the tub. Uh, unfortunately, he hadn't passed out. He was in the tub, <laughs> and so there you go. As what do you see, a
0: or do you see?
1: Well, you know, I just saw skit like, you know, a blob of flesh. I just look away real quick. I'm like, will you shut the door (laughs) if you're going to take a bath and then, like, also be listening? And then uh, after that weekend, it was on Monday, I drove me and my mom from Alabama here to Tulsa. We had to stop halfway because it's quite a long drive, and she's also in her mid-60s and, you know, doesn't like, you know, a 12-hour drive too long. So we stopped at a hotel. I said, Mom, I got to run across the street to get my dog Fenton some dog food I'll be back in a few minutes. I've got the room key, so if anybody knocks, don't answer it. You'll know it'll be me because I have the room key. Um, go over to get the dog food, come back, zzz, open the door, and there she is changing into her nightgown uh, in the privacy of the bathroom. Oh no, God. no, no. In the privacy of the living, the, whatever the area is. <laughs> the a walk-in. And I'm like, Mom! I, you know, Every time she visits, I have to see this lady nude.
0: And you once said there's a a distinction between nude and nude in motion.
1: Uh, Yeah. Like, (laughs) nude mom already bad. Nude mom startled by somebody walking in is is bad. And it made me think that there's a window of your life where you don't have to see your parents nude. Like, when you're... uh, when you're a kid, you know you're younger. You'll take a bath with them, take a shower, that yeah. kind of thing. And then, and then they go, okay, it's time to stop doing that, and they stop doing it for many years until they get into their mid 60s, where they will accidentally appear nude in front of you.
0: So it's any full circle of life. Mm-hmm. Like you, you start out seeing them nude every now and then. Then it stops, and then now you're back to uh, back to nude parents. You know, I had to have a conversation with my wife because I don't know what this is, and I, I don't know if all ladies do this, but she got in the habit of putting on makeup without any clothes on, right in front of the mirror. Yeah. And my son, he's like two, he's walking around. He can see everything that's going on. And I go, well, he's two, you know, maybe this is okay. But then when he got to be three or four, I I said, Brittany, listen, you're going to have to wear some clothes because I don't know what it is about my brain. I can't tell you what I did yesterday, but I can remember things that happened when I was two, three, and four. And I said, this kid is going to remember... It's not a memory you want of your mom to be quite honest with you, right? <laughs> or your dad, either. Or one, anybody, yeah. right? Like so I go, Brittany, you're gonna have to start wearing less, like something when you put on makeup because this kid, he's now five and he's gonna remember this stuff. So I, I don't know, but um Did I you th- do that thing where like your dad used to put you in the shower with him? Yeah, I remember that. Uh but then, you know, like he had the sense to go, geez, the kid's five, let's not do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it kinda like will sear into your memory of it eventually, but uh, you know, I had to tell my wife, I was like, dude, this kid's gonna remember this. Like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> it's 985 the bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dano. Coming up at uh 740, Dan, And we've got tickets for you to go to our cornhole tournament. Cornament on 985 the bull. The it's
2: 985
0: the bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Dano. Coming up at 740, daniel we got uh, tickets for you to get into our cornhole tournament cornament coming up in June at Kane's Ballroom, you can still uh, start a team if you'd like and join us uh there, get in the brackets by going to the bulltulsa.com.
1: I checked yesterday, tag, we only have 9 slots left. Oh, 9 wow. slots left. So if you're trying to get in on this, you better go to the bulltulsa.com today cuz I imagine it's going to be completely filled up in a day or two.
0: But easy to get signed up, the bulltulsa.com. You know what's hard, Daniel? And you don't know this cuz you don't have kids. I don't think you play with Legos anymore, do you? No, no, I sure don't. Well, when I was a kid, they just got us like random Legos in a a basket or something, I don't know, some type of bucket, you know, and you build whatever you want. Nowadays, every time you go to buy Legos, it's like a kit to build something. Uh, it's gonna be a spaceship, or it's gonna be an ATV or something like that. They don't just have as frequently as you would expect, just regular Legos to play with. So my son, he's like, Dad, I want Legos, I want Legos. And by the way, if you ever step on a Lego at night, without seeing it, you're a changed person after that. Like I, I gotta love hate with Legos because they get everywhere, they're under the bed and you know, then the dog's eating one of them. It's a big old mess but what you can't do as easily is just buy a bucket of Legos. Isn't that weird? Everything now comes with like instructions and step-by-step process to put an airplane together. What so in other words, you're not creating anymore. You're building a
1: particular building or a spaceship or a car. You,
0: you've seen that, right? I have, Where You yeah. go into the store, and there's just not like a box of Legos anymore. I mean, I just built nonsense with Legos. I don't know what I was doing, but now everything is so technical with Legos. It does look good after you're finished, but it takes about an hour and a half to put that stuff together. That stuff
1: looks too complicated for me. I don't think I would enjoy
0: it. Yeah, I don't like it either because always... And I mean, every time, and I'm sure they did put in the package, but I can't find the piece they're asking me to put on there. Your son is seven. Is he
1: able? Could he complete this alone? He or is it, it mom and dad basically putting it together?
0: He did it this weekend by himself and built like a little airplane. So that's cool because it did kill like an hour and a half with him where I could like chill. However, the days of just building random stuff are apparently over. And then you build the um, airplane and just sit it on a shelf and never touch it again? Is that kind of what they're... Because uh, if that's what they're doing, the Lego people are genius. Basically yes, he'll play with it that day. You know, zzz, you know, kind of flying around, and then it just goes into his room and is never touched again. And he just wants the next box of Legos. It's brilliant marketing. It's Cause not like bad. you said
1: back in the day. You buy a big old bucket of them, and you just play with those over and over until you get too old to want to play with Legos. Now, they're they gonna Legos sell you more time. Legos. Yeah, they're gonna sell you a new puzzle or whatever.
0: That's new pretty thing good. To build all the time, if you have that bucket of Legos, you never have to buy Legos. But now that they do only kits, it seems like, you have to buy a new one all the time. Pretty smart. They're geniuses. Times are a-changing. <laughs> you think they'll start
1: doing that with those really big Legos that, for little bitty babies? <laughs> the <child> was... <laughs> You could build, like, a house with those, couldn't you? <laughs> hey, actually, why can't you build a house with, with Legos like that? Why don't they sell a kit where you could build, like, a outside shed or something?
0: Would it be okay in weather, though? Well, yeah, it's plastic. Why would it not be? Yeah, but, like, the sun, it would, like, dry rot and things. Well, I mean, no more so than wood and stuff, right? There's eight billion people on the planet. Somebody out there is living in a Lego house. I guarantee you. You think so? Yeah, it got to be.
1: I'll have to look this up. You <laughs> might. I think you're probably right. I, I think somebody I read about has it to somewhere. live in a house. Yeah, a Lego, I think
0: so. Right. It's ninety-eight five. The bull. Uh, we have to take care of something, Daniel, and that is give you those free tickets to go to our Cornhole Tournament. Tournament coming up at 740 with our bullfight on 98.5 The Bull. five. The Bull, good morning. You got Tig and hello, Daniel.
1: I saw somebody had uh, tweeted something and I thought about it. I find it to be true. He said, uh, how is it 2023 and nobody's come up with a, si- a satisfying explanation as to why cell phones never show up in our dreams if we're using them for twelve hours a day, when I dream, I don't think I've ever dreamed of a cell phone. Have you? I ever had a dream with a cell phone in it?
0: Not that I can remember. That's a good point. Is that because cell phones came
1: along like midway through our lives, or do you think that somebody that's younger that was born when cell phones were around? Do you think maybe they dream of cell phones? I would like to hear from a younger person uh, that we ever since you can remember, cell phones have been around. Nine one eight. 879 98 That's 918 879 Do you guys dream and have cell
0: phones in it? I, I don't, how do we not dream about a cell phone? We use it all day, every day. I know. That's actually kind of interesting. Like, I don't, I dream about things that sometimes are good, sometimes are bad, but never a cell phone involved. That's weird.
1: Yeah. Like, I dreamed once I saw like the, a lady that was just floating in the air and. Why didn't I grab my cell phone in the dream and call somebody, call the police, call somebody and say something? I, it must be because maybe we only dream of things that from our childhood or something. I think so. I don't know. Here's maybe, hopefully maybe a younger person that dreams about them. What hey, it's Ty and Daniel. Uh, could you turn your radio down please?
2: Yeah. All right. What's your name? All right. I got it down. My
1: name is Lainey. Lainey, how old are you? I'm 21. 21? Yes, sir. So cell phones have always been around. Do they appear in your dreams?
3: Uh, I've had a few dreams about a phone, and I've always had it bust on me. Like, my screen would always just shatter. You know what?
0: Now that she brings that up, I always dream that, like, I forgot about this. Do you have the dream that you end up in water and your cell phone's in your pocket, and that's what you're most worried about?
3: Yeah. I've
1: had that before. That's a weird. I think I've had that one before too. But it, it seems to me like in the dreams, if you do dream about a cell phone, you're not using them. You're only worried about them getting destroyed,
0: right. or they're not working right, or like she
1: said, getting broken. Yeah,
3: I've never, I've never had a phone in my, in my dream. Uh, no, no cellular device in my in my hands at all when I'm dreaming. They're always just sitting
1: on a table. Hmm.
0: Well, why do you think that is?
3: I, I don't know. I think I've got a, an, an irrational fear of breaking a phone.
0: You know what? She's on to something there, because uh, every time I do dream about a phone, it's something's wrong with the phone, or I've got the phone wet, or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Now that you mention it, Ty, I also have that same dream. Like I've fallen into like a pool, and my main thing is, oh boy, got to get my this phone. phone out of here.
0: That's weird. But I guess it's common. Well, you
1: need to get yourself a psychological degree, and so you can explain this to us, <laughs> us in a few years. I'll do my best. Like go to school and uh, then report back in four to five years about why we only dreams of phones being broken. Okay.
3: Yeah, I, I'll definitely do some research. What are you? What are you? You're
1: 21. What are you doing uh, with your life now? What are your big plans?
3: Um, I currently just work at an O'Reilly's in Muskogee, and my boyfriend and I are trying to make it work moving in life right now pretty tough right now with the flow of everything yeah life's super tough
1: everybody's broke right now so
3: oh yeah for sure
0: (laughs) yeah it sucks all right well I'm currently
1: on my way to work this
3: morning
0: I like to log into my bank account and then log out and pretend like I didn't look at it
3: (laughs) sometimes yeah you just got to forget about it yeah
1: I'm in that situation now where I don't want to log in and check the balance on my credit card but that's the person that really needs to log in and check
0: their balance right but I don't want to. Yeah, I get you. It just, you can pretend like it didn't happen. But the credit card company doesn't do that. They want their money eventually. It's 98.5 The Bull and today's high country. Thank you for the call. 740 Bullfight for cornerman tickets. Uh, 98.5 The Bull in today's high country. Parmalee. Hi, I'm and
1: hello, Daniel. Hello. When I was a kid, uh, whenever you would go to pick out a watermelon, it was Memorial Day weekend over the weekend, so I think watermelons are on sale right now. When I was a kid, and you probably did the same thing, when you went to pick out a watermelon, what did you always do? You, like, tap it or something? You yeah, thump it. Yeah. Uh, 30, 40 years, I thumped. Didn't know what I was listening You're for. You're a thumper? Yeah, I pretended. What were we thump, What were we trying to hear exactly? I, I don't know, because I, I
0: don't know that, like, even if I heard one thing or a different thing, I wouldn't know which one's the right one to hear. I did it because my dad did it, and then, like, his dad did it. And, um, and I still, to
1: this day, don't know why they do the thumping. Well, you know the new way to figure out if you've gotten a good watermelon or not? Tell me. Supposedly, that white spot at the bottom, mm-hmm. the bigger and better the big spot on the bottom indicates the longer it's laid in the field... Indicates a better watermelon, they say. Where'd you hear that? Internet. Oh.
0: You disagree with that? I don't know. I mean, I thought, like, what I always did was pick out a beautiful watermelon, like the one that looked the best, but that white spot kind of messes it up. So you're saying the less attractive watermelons are better than the ones that are green That's what I've read off
1: the Internet. I don't know if there's any uh, watermelon farmer... They could uh, be listening, 918-879-9898. Uh, Mike could let us know how to pick out the best watermelon, and maybe somebody could explain the thumping I don't know. A watermelon uh, yesterday, as I said, I an Aldi boy now went to Aldi, 5 uh, five like 95 for a watermelon, which is a really good deal, and I guess probably it was on sale for Memorial Day. Do they day.
0: sell them, like, everyone's $5.95, or is it, like, a weight thing? It's,
1: no, the watermelon, they'll have a big old box of them. Yet again, it proves you've never gone into a
0: grocery store. It's been years um, <laughs> since I did something like that. So, uh, yeah, it's it's no longer the thump. It's
1: the big white spot. We're doing it wrong all these years.
0: Were you ever told that if you eat, like, a seed, a watermelon's going to grow in yeah. Stuff. Yeah.
1: Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this?
3: Hi, this is Lindsay.
1: Lindsay, uh, first of all, did you used to thump the watermelon?
3: Yeah, I grew up watching my dad do that. What so and, just what, like you said.
1: What in the hell were they doing?
3: <laughs> so my dad always said you wanted it to sound hollow. And that means it's more right rather than like a dull mud. Like almost like you're tapping on like a barrel. It sounds like hollow.
1: Okay. And so and do you agree with the uh, scenario of looking for the big white spot now?
3: Um, I, I don't know about that.
2: Necessarily, I just know that that's what my dad always did,
1: and he never picked out a bad watermelon. Hmm. Well, how do you pick out your watermelon now? I thump it. <laughs> Still doing a thump. Um, you know what you got to yep. do, Tig, is we need to bring a Ouija board to the grocery store in order to help people pick out good watermelons. I don't mess with the devil. If the devil's able to help you pick out a decent
0: watermelon, (laughs) would you risk it? can pick watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we need. Listen, that's a brilliant
1: idea yet again. Like Reesers needs to have a watermelon psychic there. And this guy's in full get up, you know, like a genie hat on and all that. And for, you know, like a quarter, the watermelon psychic will lay hands on each one of the watermelons and tell you which one is going to be a quality watermelon.
3: I call him the watermelon whisperer. Waterme- mm, it's a little- that's I don't like that. I that's like scary. That. No, W's. that's,
1: what do you mean, whispers into the watermelon's ear? No, like, just, like you know, you
3: hear the term dog whisperer or cat
0: whisperer. Yeah, watermelon whisperer.
1: That sounds like a man trying to get with a watermelon. I don't like it. <laughs> Tyga, I think we're on to something here. You want to take the next caller here? Maybe, they are, uh, maybe yeah. they're calling to volunteer to be the uh, watermelon psychic for Thank us. Thank you for the call. Thank you like we could set up in farmers markets what's that uh johnny carson used to do hey, oh, yeah, the great hardini carcini oh, yeah. yeah, we or could something. wear one of those kind of hats and stand to next to the watermelons uh, like could then? you turn that radio down please oh yes okay thank you and then um okay. we about. could have somebody there to a watermelon psychic water. yeah uh, hey who's this this is karen karen how are you picking out those watermelons
2: Well, for somebody that grew up on a farm, yes, I did see my dad thumping on the watermelon. And he said you wanted it to sound juicier. One sounded like lower in the sound. But I always pick mine out by the spot. The bigger the spot, the longer it has set there on the vine. You also want to look at the vine. The vine stem that's on it, if it's green, it was picked green. If it is kind of dried up, They left it on the vine longer and cut it when it was ripe. So we
1: want it left on the vine
2: longer? You want it left on the vine, yes, anything. You want it left on the vine longer because then you're getting all the nutrients and and it's set there and got ripe. You don't want it green in the store getting ripe because then it's not going to taste good.
0: Do you ever do that thing where you drill a hole in it and then you put a bottle of vodka in it?
2: No, no, never like, done that. Me neither,
1: Tag.
0: You need help. No, I didn't do that. I have right. heard like college kids do that though.
1: Oh, you're probably drilling a hole in it, not for vodka though. Okay, all Right. Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: right. 98.5 the bull weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.
0: This is 98.5 the bull with Tyg and Daniel. About ten minutes away from your chance to win some cornhole tickets for our cornhole tournament. Good morning, Daniel. Uh,
1: earlier, Tyg, we were talking about um, picking out a good watermelon. I put on the bull's Facebook page. I said, "What's the secret to picking out a good watermelon?" A guy named Bill said, "Sniff its rind hole." I was like, "Hey, man, don't say that again." Right, <laughs> rind hole. Uh, Listen up, my mom is in town, uh, day two now of a uh, two-week visit. We're very excited for the week tomorrow night. I'm going to take her to see Lady A at River Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then on Friday, The Lion King at Tulsa Performing Arts Center. You can get your tickets now at at celebrityattractions.com. Here is my big dilemma with taking my mom to The Lion King is that I told your son... A month or two ago, that I would take him to see the Lion King at Tulsa Performing Arts Center, and now my mom is in town. And I asked you, uh, I guess a week or so ago, I said, "Who do I take to this? Do I take my mom or do I take your son?" You said, "Take my mom to see the Lion King." Mm-hmm. You said, uh, "You said Mac will probably forget about it. Just don't mention it again, and he won't remember it. And then you'll take your mom. You'll be scot free." Well, then the other day, your wife texts me and says, oh, Mac just saw the commercial for the Lion King and said, oh, Daniel's taking me to that.
0: Has he mentioned it again? He hasn't talked to me about it. And I think a lot of times as parents, uh, you kind of do say things and then hope, well, maybe they won't remember that we talked about that. And then life goes on. I think you're going to be okay. I saw some people sending us Facebook messages about this, and they all said, take your mom. Listen, your mom doesn't live here. You don't get to see your mom a whole lot. Take her. You can take my son anytime to anything. Yeah, but I told him
1: I would take him to see the Lion King.
0: Well, you're a liar. <laughs> okay, well that's a confession. Better. I don't know. Do you
1: think if I explain to him like, "Hey, my mom is not in town very often, that's why I'm taking hey, her." that be fine. Why yeah. don't you take him to Lion King?
0: <laughs> you told a lady We were playing baseball the other day, and Daniel tells a lady sitting next to him that they're using real lions (laughs) this year, and she believed in (laughs) that. It was our friend Brittany Baseball.
1: Her mom was there, and I was like, yeah, uh, I was thinking about taking, because she asked me, she said, who did you decide to take the Lion King, your mom or Tyke's son? And I said, well, I think uh, taking Tyke's son, it might be a little scary for him because this year they're using actual lions. And she goes, oh, really? She bought a hook, (laughs) line, and sinker. She was convinced that the Lion King, they're going to use real lions and animals there.
0: That would be something. So, I I mean,
1: we got to figure out a solution to this.
0: You can, uh, I'll tell you what, we're going on a trip this weekend, and I'll just remind him that, hey, we're going on vacation for a second here. Don't worry about the Lion King. Y'all are
1: leaving this Saturday?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. I'm scot-free then. I could yeah. be like, yeah, man, I got you tickets for Sunday. I could tell another lie. Yeah. Double lies. <laughs> that's double lie. That's, that's what right. I got to do. I didn't realize I forgot y'all were going this weekend. Yeah, you got a big weekend, too. Y'all are
0: going to New York City. That's right, to see uh, some family. We're not from there, but my sister moved there from the south, and so she's still up there, so uh, we're going to see her. So all you have to do is say, dude, you're going to New York. What do you want me to do? Can't go to Lion King.
1: Let me just tell you, uh, with uh, inflation the way it is, as expensive as everything is, you're never going to financially recover from oh, this trip I've in New York. I've already
0: planned on basically filing bankruptcy when I get back.
1: I can't imagine um, how much it's going to cost to be up there now. And I'm just talking about dinners and things like that. Forget mm-hmm. the hotel, which mm-hmm. is already going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. How much do you think a hot dog on the street is in New York? Because we lived there like 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and a hot dog was like a dollar. I bet it's about $5 now. For one of
0: those street hot dogs? mm mm-hmm. well, Don't you think? Well, while I'm overpaying for hot dogs, you're... Getting off the hook for Lion King. So, congratulations on that. Are you not so thrilled to be going back to New York? Um, I'm thrilled to see my sister and uh, her daughter. You're worried about the
1: financial aspects of it, aren't you? And I'm concerned. Well,
0: you're going to be broke, man. <laughs> no problem.
1: Are you taking it's... cash or what? What are you doing?
0: No, I'm taking checks.
1: Traveler's I'm, I'm checks? Only this man checks still carries <laughs> traveler's <laughs> checks. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seven minutes away from that chance to go to our cornhole tournament cornerman on 98.5 the Bull. 885 The Bull. Today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. Welcome into to The Bullfight. And uh, today, Daniel, we have tickets to go uh, see our corniment. our cornhole tournament. You can come as just a spectator. You can even sign up your own team right now. All to benefit the Ronald McDonald House at TheBullTulsa.com. Who do we have today, Daniel? Today,
1: we have Jessica taking on Chris. Jessica, what do you do for a living? Police officer. A Police officer. And, uh, Chris, what about you? Contractor. Contractor. What does that mean?
3: I work on uh, houses and commercial properties.
1: Oh, gotcha. So you uh, you guys are both very busy. Uh, would you uh, like to win tickets to come watch the tournament? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. Uh, all the answers to these questions have the word corn in it. It doesn't necessarily have to be um, referring to actual corn. It just has the letters C-O-R-N. We will start with Jessica. This is an oak tree wannabe. Something that comes from an oak tree. Acorn. Acorn is correct. Chris, up next. This is a traditional Halloween favorite.
0: Chris, are you still with us? I can't hear that guy at all. Something's wrong with your phone, Chris. Can't hear me? There you go. What's happening? Can't hear me?
1: What's going on?
2: I can hear y'all fine.
1: I know, but a second ago, you're very muffled. I, th- I feel like you might have said candy corn, but then I couldn't hear.
2: Yeah, I said candy
3: corn. But where did you have the? I phone? Yeah, it's right here. It's right here by my ear.
2: I can hear y'all fine.
1: I did hear him, Tyke. Uh, so we we must. I will award okay. him that one. I all did right. hear him. That, you, but whatever you're doing, with you, you, you go. Yeah, something's crazy over there. Uh, Jessica, <laughs> this is a battered, deep fried sausage on a stick. Corn dog. Corn dog is correct. Chris, this is a high fructose alternative to sugar. That would be corn syrup. Corn syrup. Jessica, this is a St. Patrick's Day dinner staple.
2: Corned beef?
1: Corned beef is correct. <laughs> Jessica now has three. Chris has one. Chris. This is a defensive position in American football.
0: <laughs> is he are you with us, Chris?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm not sure now.
0: That would be cornerback. Cornerback. Corner
1: yes. Two questions to go. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> this is the University of Nebraska's nickname. Cornhuskers. Cornhuskers, Cornhuskers. is correct. <laughs> Chris, this is a traditional African hairstyle.
3: Cornrows.
1: Cornrows is correct. Jessica has four. Chris has two. One question to go. Jessica, this is a horn of plenty.
2: Uh, Cornucopia.
1: Cornucopia is correct. Jessica has gotten every single one correct. Chris, you've gotten two. We'll give you one more just to see. Well, never mind. Tag wants to, oh, <laughs> Tag wants to get this
3: over with. Uh, well, we
2: have, we have some that's business fine, to take care
1: of. Well, uh, Jessica, you have uh, defeated Chris in the 98 Five the Bull fight and won tickets to go see the uh, Corvette. You've also gotten every single one right. Uh, Jessica, when that happens, I must get down on 1D and ask
0: for your hand in marriage. I'm going <laughs> <Well, laughs> exactly. to pass. Well, that funny she didn't even say, like, I can't because I have a husband or a boyfriend. She just said, I'm passing. You're just passing.
1: Maybe next time. Okay, maybe next time. Well, uh, you normally would have the opportunity to give those tickets to Chris, but then Chris is uh, hung up. So, Jessica, it looks like you're stuck with the tickets to the cornerman.
0: All right. And Daniel, we still have stuff to get to uh, later today. How about that Luke Combs flyaway, Daniel? How about it? Your Thanks chance to Miller Lite. Yeah, Miller Light. And that, that comes at 8.10 this morning. So uh, just hang out with us. Not too far away from that either. Here on 98.5 The Bull. At 8.10, big giveaway. You got him a career on 98.5 The Bull with Ty again, Daniel. Remember a few days ago we were talking about Robert De Niro he's like 80 years old or something and he uh he's got a baby on the way mm-hmm. and people I saw this on our our bull Facebook page it's not Eight Five the bull and people didn't like it too much because they were like it's kind of mean to have a baby when you're that old because the kid probably won't know you you know and uh I mean who knows they might live to be 100 but um they would have to live to be 100 to see their kids turn 18 it's happened again with Al Pacino 82 years old his Get this, 28-year-old girlfriend is expecting a child. And I'm reading about this lady. Her name is Noir or something like that. She, listen to this. This girl has dated Mick Jagger, has dated a billionaire, and now she's with Al Pacino. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wild? 28 years old. I mean, if you're 82, there's a chance that your kid's 60 at this point. To go all the way to 28, isn't that, she's a little young, right? Or no? No.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that I would be able to relate to a, a twenty nine year old at eighty three. But uh, who knows? I really thought that by the time we got to be eighty three, we would be done with that kind of nonsense, and like chasing women around still. At yeah, I was hoping that I, I would yeah. just
0: think about bird feeders and things. Me
1: too. Like, well, maybe by the time that I'm eighty three, you won't think about this anymore. But apparently, no. I guess it's still <laughs> keep, keep growing, still going. Uh, is it creepier for him or creepier for her? In what sense? It's uh, a little gross. Yeah, and I can't I gotta tell gotta if it's say, gross it that is. he's wanting to do that or it's gross actually, that she's wanting to. It's not a I mean, little it's gross. because he's
0: a celebrity, I suppose. I know, but 28. Like, how could you even be attracted to somebody 50 years younger than you? That's weird, isn't it? Or am I crazy? I don't know. I've never been 80 though, so mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> how would an 80 year old man be attracted to a
1: very hot young <laughs> model? I don't
0: know, Tug. It's like an, said, an interesting hope, question. I hope I just think about hummingbirds and things. But apparently, Al Pacino. And Mick Jagger, they don't—they don't have that problem. It's 7:55 uh, at 98.5 The Bull, 15 away from that flyway, uh, for you to see Luke Combs right here with Tyga Daniel. Tyga Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Let's talk about that Luke Combs flyway. It's 98.5 The Bull. Oh. Daniel, every day at 810, we're giving you a chance to fly away to see Luke Combs. And who do we have today with us, the ninth caller? Today we have Nicole
1: out in Pryor. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. You've won yourself that Miller Lite Luke Combs prize pack, Uh, the $50 gift card to purchase those specially marked cases of Luke Combs beer where Miller Lite is sold. What do you think about that?
3: I'm super excited for it. I'm you're ready al- for the weekend.
1: You're also qualified to win that Luke Combs Flyaway. That's where me and you will go see Luke Combs. What? In what city is it? Kansas City. Kansas City, Ty. Uh, you're going
0: with her? That's up to Nicole.
3: I will probably take my husband. I'll oh, fine, then.
0: <laughs> you do offer, though, Daniel. You say... uh you know, if you get one of those hotel rooms with the two beds, mm-hmm. you say you'll stay in the room with them that is that That
1: uh, is going to completely up to you, Nicole, if you guys would like me to stay in the room with you guys.
3: Um, I don't know. I mean, if you're a good party person, sure.
1: What does that mean, good party person?
3: <laughs> you like to go out and have fun. Oh, we yeah. We have twins at home, so oh, we want to be go. able to go out and have fun.
1: Twins. How old are the twins?
3: Fifteen months. Woo.
0: Yeah, you guys could use a
3: night oh out, huh? Oh, my God.
0: You know, Daniel,
1: you
3: should yeah. stay
0: back here and watch the twins while they go to Kansas City. Probably. If so would win. you guys be able to enjoy a trip
1: to uh, Kansas City with the 15-month-old twins at home? Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. So you could definitely use a break. Let's I hear it. I hear you. Yes. <laughs> hey, when you have twins, can you tell them apart?
3: Uh, yes. Yeah, they're okay. just fraternal brothers, so they're not identical.
0: I see. Okay, so they, they look different. I wonder if, like, identical yes. twins, like, have they ever named, you know, one's Daniel, one's Tig, and then they're only a day old and you get them confused? That's possible, right?
3: Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Don't they draw Most on their the foot? Time you leave the hospital bracelet on or you put a yeah. different type of, some type of tag on them. <laughs>
1: uh, I believe they put a small tattoo on the children's feet.
0: <laughs> Think <of the>, at <laughs> First day of life, they get a tattoo. I mean, you need to do something, right? (laughs) Well, uh, good for you, Nicole. And I hope you, um, you know, if we win this thing, I hope you have a great time in Kansas City. But right now, you do have the $50 for the Tiger Dino beer run thanks to Miller Lite, okay? All
3: right. Sounds great. Thank you, guys.
0: We're back tomorrow with another chance for the Luke Cones Flyway at 810 here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyga. Daniel, Let's take a look at what the heck's going on out there around the world and right here in Tulsa. It's all brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Good morning, Daniel. What you got? Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, I don't follow politics
1: as much as you do. I can't really keep up with all this stuff. But did they come to an agreement on that debit
0: ceiling? <laughs> uh The debt ceiling, Mm -hmm. yeah, it looks like they've ironed that out. And uh, so that's over? Well, it would be bad because they said um, June 5th they'd start running out of money. And that's like people like my parents who are on Social Security. And, you know, for them to miss that, even for one month, is troublesome. And so it looks like they've ironed that out. I think they'll have an agreement here shortly. It looks like the Democrats and Republicans have a deal in theory. And I don't see a reason why they won't. Go ahead and get that thing going. Well, I thought
1: they were going to debate it some more on the house floor, whatever that means. I need to talk to my uh, creditors and be like, yeah, y'all, I done reached my debit ceiling. I I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I need to reach out to my credit card and be like, y'all, my debit ceiling, too full. Can't do it. Uh, Did you see uh, this? I always said that uh, people seem to love uh, two people in the world. That's the high school or elementary school janitors and also the garbage man. I see videos all the time of kids out in the yard waving at the garbage guy coming by there. Well, how about this? A Maryland man worked as a garbage man as he made his way through classes at the University of Maryland. Now he's gone on and graduated from Harvard Law School. Here he is talking about his journey through law school and graduating.
0: Just different types of poverty, right? There was like housing insecurities, food insecurities. Uh, A lot of times we didn't really know, like, were we going to be able to keep our home? There will be some days in which... I just didn't have time to get to the shower and just change my clothes. And so I would kind of sit off to the side because of how I was dressed. And Uh that was very uncomfortable, but we made it work. It's nice to be able to say that we finished this. Things are on an upward trajectory. We made people smile through it. I'm just excited.
1: Well, there you go. I like that. That guy's uh, worked hard. Now he's a lawyer. You think it'll affect his uh, legal, like when he's trying cases and stuff?
0: Well, he comes from a unique background compared to most lawyers. I mean, he he was a garbage guy, and then he went to Harvard. Uh, You know, he might be really good at it because he has a different take on life. Different perspective. He struggled in his life. Like, a lot of people who end up in trouble have struggled in their lives.
1: Uh, Did you see this? Uh, According to a a fire department in England, they posted a photo after somebody left their sunglasses on the dashboard of their car, and it somehow kind of... um, the, with the way the sun went in and went through the lens burnt up the car melted their dash and burned a big
0: hole in the windshield you mean like uh remember i used to get a magnifying glass and you if the sunlight went through that it would start a fire mm-hmm. and so i wonder if that sunglass like kind of like i don't know funneled the sun's energy into the seat and it burned it up that's what i'm thinking is what happened but this this burnt a uh a hole in
1: the windshield wow And burned up the dash. What do you carry around a magnifying glass for?
0: So now they say don't leave sunglasses in your car? Not (laughs) on the dash A lot of rules. Well, you can do whatever you want, but I'm just telling you. Also, uh, people are talking about Al Pacino's 83, having a kid with a 29-year-old. You know, who was the other guy that just, um, Robert De Niro, he's, what, 80-something. And I saw we posted this on the Bull Facebook page that he's having a baby, and people were not happy about it. Like, kind of, like it's cruel to have a baby when you're probably not going to be here in ten years. The kid will never know you, or, or should he live his life and have a kid if he wants?
1: I don't know. Uh, how about this? Uh, we'll not have a nice story here. Imagine strolling down. A sidewalk, you're still wearing your cap and ground, gown after graduation, and hearing a lot of people congratulate you that's what happened to this Russian student at the university in Colorado. And, and she was amazed with the kindness of Americans and posted about it.
3: I can't put into words how amazing Americans are. I'm just walking back from the university, I graduated, and everybody, every single person passing by, they say, Congratulations, or like, Woohoo, you rock! I don't know. It's just so priceless. Before coming to the United States, I always heard how Americans are so fake and all the smiles are fake. But I don't know. It's so real to me.
0: Look at that. What a nice story, Tug. I should get a cap and gown and walk around. You should. People will kiss your butt. No, they think you're like a professor or something. You're <laughs> much too old to be considered a graduate
1: now. They'll think you're the... Uh... <laughs> I got an honorary degree. Like you're, the pre- you're the founder of the university, what they would think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tiger Dan. And we're back tomorrow with that Luke Combs Flyway. Again, your chance at 810 all this week.
3: 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care your locally-owned
0: health plan. 98.5 The Bull, Today's Hot Country with and Dino. Let me ask you a question, Dino, and uh, this is a parenting question, but maybe you can help me out with this. Over Memorial Day weekend, you know how I love history and I can read history all the time? And mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I have the History Channel at my house, and on Memorial Day, what they do a lot of times is they show, like, war movies, uh, you know, Saving Private Ryan and things like that, because, you know, it's Memorial Day. And so they always have, like, this big, long list of war movies. And I'm sitting there, and my son's on his iPad playing one of his games or whatever, and I put it on a war movie, and he looks up and says, Dad, could you change it? This This is scary to me. But he's on his iPad. So don't you think, like, if he's on his iPad, like, I don't have to change the channel because he's distracted by that? He doesn't even like the background of war. Well,
1: he's seven.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm sure the horrors of Saving Private Ryan, even if it's on in the background, might be a little much for him if he's playing, you know,
0: <laughs> watching Baby Shark saw- and
1: then he looks up and there's a guy storming the beach of Normandy holding his arm. You know, that has been blown off. Yeah. Yeah, that's a terrible movie to show your your little I'm son. Sorry. Uh,
0: you know, I, I, I thought for sure that since he's watching his iPad that I could watch television, but apparently not. I can't watch anything I want to watch anymore. Yeah. Because everything, you know, if it's scary, then I have to change the channel. And so I end up I watching Blue... And we got this huge television. Remember I had, for years, I had the smallest television you've ever seen? Mm-hmm. And everybody's getting all me about it. And says, so Ty, you got to upgrade your television. It's pathetic over here. So finally I went out and I got a 70-inch television. A 70-inch television. And I'm thinking of all the college football games I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch all this baseball in there. You know what? i to watch a Bluey. Well, here's a crazy idea. I don't know if you've
1: considered it or not. Send him to his room.
0: I've considered it. You've considered it? But the kid, I don't know what it is, if it's just him or all seven-year-olds are like this. They want to be next to me or his mom all the time. Like, I would have to go in his room with him. I hate to sound like this guy, but back in the day, do you remember when you went to
1: your grandparents' house and you were seven, eight years old, did you have any input whatsoever On really anything? No. Could you imagine if you would have went to your grandparents' house and walked up over there and turned that television, turned Sanford and Son or whatever that is you you watched back in the day?
0: No, you make a good point because I don't know if it's me or society or whatever, but when I was a kid... You're right. I was just told what to do. You yeah. know, I couldn't say, no, Dad, I don't want to go there. You know, he, he said, get your A in the car. Like You don't have a choice. Now it's all this big discussion like, okay, Mac, you know, maybe I'm a wuss or something. I'm not saying that. I, I think maybe it's a little better that we have
1: we take kids' feelings into consideration a little bit. But if he's on his iPad and you want to watch a, a show that is not appropriate for him, uh, send him in the room. is fine. Sure, he wants to be next to you. I used to want to be next to my parents, too. They would say, go outside and don't come back in for like two hours. <laughs> and I couldn't be yeah. like, well, I'd like to be next to you. And they'd say, okay, who gives a rats? Go outside, outside no matter what. That's Mom, right. it's 150 degrees outside. Doesn't matter. Go
0: out there until it gets dark. I used to get in trouble if I came home early. You know, mm-hmm. they would say, don't come home until it's dark. And if you shut up before that, they got mad. Is that better or worse, though? Is I don't it good know. that I we're going to
1: end in that cycle? Like I was, If your son said the same thing to me, like, hey, I want to sit next to you, I'd probably turn it to
0: is it better or worse What do you I, think it's a parent? Know. I don't know the answer. There's no school for parenting, and I I think we all kind of learn as we go. And I definitely had a different childhood than my child is having because when they said, you know, hey, you're going to grandma's house, I go, I don't want to. They go, that doesn't matter. You're going to grandma's house. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> it was like there was no discussion. Go to you your grandparent's
1: house, and uh, I would spend the summer at my grandmama and papa's house, and you know what we had for entertainment there? Chickens. They had a chicken pen, and mm-hmm. that's basically what I did. There was no Nintendo. You couldn't uh, – you were not allowed to change the television. They didn't even run an air conditioner during the day. <laughs> so I would go out there, and for real, I still remember it like it was yesterday, I would make the chickens – I would get a bucket and get grass and clover and things like that, and I would pretend to be a chef making the chicken salads. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. And one day, At I least she had
0: something going on.
1: One day, I thought, wait, why am I being so nice to these chickens all the time, constantly making these chicken salads? I think I will get an umbrella and go to one end of the cage and frighten the chickens by opening the umbrella. Well, I did that once, and it was great fun, and so I did it again. And about that time, I looked up, and I saw my grandmama had spotted me through the window where she would wash dishes. She could look out the window, mm-hmm. and she looked like a meerkat, like standing up, like looking, full alert. <laughs> And she saw me scare those chickens, and boy, did she come out there and uh, let me have it. Really? Heck yeah. Over that, huh? She scared the crap out of me running toward me, but I'm not allowed to scare the chickens? You went to the school of hard knocks. I mean, it wasn't that hard, though. Boring, Some people had it way worse. The chicken
0: was your main entertainment. That's pretty rough. Well, salad was the <laughs>
1: entertainment and serving the chickens. The chicken restaurant
0: that I had there for a while. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull Today's Hot Country with Ty Gandino. I'll tell you what's uh, not just entertaining. It's good for you, and that's going to Jackie Cooper Nissan to check out their inventory because they are loaded up. Remember the days where you, you're like, where's the cars? Now Jackie Cooper Nissan is loaded up. They've got the pre-owns. they got the brand-new cars, and even the Rogue. 0% interest on the new Rogues at Jackie Cooper Nissan. Now, you want to buy a car from Jackie Cooper Nissan, guess what they want to do? They want to buy your car from you. You can just sell them your car, and they're going to give you $1,500 above Kelly Blue Book value. And if you say you heard it on 98.5 The Bull, it's going to be 500 extra, so $2,000 more than Kelly Blue Book says when you sell your car to Jackie Cooper Nissan. How about that? Why would you go anywhere else? JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. I must be a bad person, Daniel, because, um, like, when somebody pays with cash now, I get infuriated. Why? Uh, because then they, you know, then they have to, like, open the register and they have to count the change back and, you know, all that. It takes forever. When's the last time you saw somebody write a check, though? Do you, even, do you even have checks? I've got a, well, you still need
1: a check every now and again. And I've got a,
0: uh, I've got a checkbook somewhere in my car. Yeah, it is weird because I don't have any checks, but every now and then I'll have somebody request a check from me and I go, I don't even right. have a check.
1: Like whenever I bought my house, I had to pay some guy named Ernest with a check.
0: Oh, Ernest's money.
1: And I don't know why in the world. Why why was it check? I don't know. Why can't they just take your card or something? I, don't I mean, know, if you got a real- checking account. The realtor was like, I gotta have a check. And I'm like,
0: check. <laughs> <laughs> like, this could mean I don't buy this house. Because who has checks? And then they used to do that thing where you could get, like, the standard check or you could get, like, a decorated check. Mm -hmm. And uh, you had to pay a little extra money for it to get the uh, Oklahoma Sooners on it or whatever. Remember that That stuff? That
1: was my first big decision is what kind of checks do I want to get. And I wanted to be cool now. I didn't want to get, like, regular lame checks. I had to get, like, Ziggy or something on them.
0: Ziggy? (laughs) What is Ziggy? (laughs) Remember that comic strip, Ziggy? Uh, I bet the ladies loved you. Oh, yeah. You're like, hey.
1: Hold on, lady. Let me pay for this with my Garfield check.
0: Yeah, I forgot about checks. Now I'm reminiscing. And I remember also that I worked at a grocery store and people would write checks. And every now and then they'd say, can y'all make sure y'all don't cash this until Friday? Or something, you know, like if they paid $50 for groceries, they would sometimes ask. And then they would post date it, too. They would say uh, June 1st instead of today's date. And then we couldn't, but we used to accommodate them. Clever and, trick. And say, yeah, we'll, we'll cash it in two days for you because we didn't want to overdraft them.
1: I wonder uh, what takes longer, the writing out of the check or that old uh, credit card thing you used to have to do where you set the credit card on there and then you had to put that... Uh Carbon Copying. paper on top yeah. of it, and then take that thing and go crack, crack, and run that. I don't
0: know what did you, what did you even
1: do with it? I guess at the end of it, you rang it into the. Com- I guess the they machine? called the number
0: in or something, but yeah. yeah, it wasn't like a live charge. Like they, they would carbon copy or, and then I guess at night they would submit it to Visa or whatever. Those were the days, weren't they? Mm-hmm. But now, and you know, I think it hurts us to have debit cards and things because now used to, and you remember this? I had a checkbook. And every time I spent money, I would write in my checkbook $20.40, and then I would do math. And so, but now with a credit card or debit card, you kind of like have a running tally in your head that's never accurate.
1: I don't think the checkbook was ever accurate because we'd all get lazy and go four or five days without filling writing that thing out. Writing it into the
0: register. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, they, I think they caught on to something good because I think we're spending more money now than we were when we were writing checks. Because now you just swipe that card and forget about it, and you're like, oh, wait, now I got $1,000 in debt out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, You know, young people always uh, talk about Spotify and things like that. You can't get this kind of stuff on Spotify. Two middle-aged men talking about checks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, that's why you're listening to radio. <laughs> Two dudes talking
1: about checks.